recording now. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of TSC Workshop. This is uh, one of your lovely uh, assistant hosts, uh, Bryce, and I'm here with... Uh, the the uh, assistant to the assistant oh, yeah. host. There you go. Paul. We're doing things over here. We're doing. Sorry, I took a sip when you went silent for a second. <laughs> we got to try to remember to... Come on. We got to stagger our zips. <laughs> stagger sips. sips. No dead air. All right, so uh, let's just jump into it because I feel like uh, we got a lot of things we want to discuss. Um, yeah. So let's, I mean, start off with inspiration, but uh, keep it... Keep it brief? I don't know. I mean, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, inspired-wise, I don't know that... I mean, I feel like a lot of it is what I, we kind of want to talk about today. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of uh, inspiration movies. Not inspirational movies, but movies for inspiration for the work that we're trying to do here on our lovely comic. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, uh, same-sies uh, between, you know, trying to jump back into the zombie genre of you know shows and movies which has been a passion and a love of mine forever but there's tons of new stuff out there that i haven't necessarily seen uh and um you know new things that are just coming out right now i feel like it's coming back a little especially with the korean scene um also comic books like trying to dive into comic books um uh, specifically one you found the rush uh which is not a zombie it's more of a horror uh, genre but it's set in a time that has more of the uh i guess uh lingo uh of of a flip type character yeah it's it's the vernacular of uh of his, his <laughs> the way he talks yeah all right uh thank you that's one of our producers here uh, Paul, you take it away while I be right back. Uh, talk about The Rush some. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Rush is uh, an interesting comic released by The Vault, I think is the name of the publisher. And, uh, you know, it's it's kind of the backstory of it is that it's taking place in the gold rush of the Yukon. Uh, honestly, I have no real knowledge of any of this. Like, historically, is this accurate? Could be might be completely off but uh it's kind of telling the story of uh, a mother of a kid who goes out with his father to stake a claim in the yukon gold rush klondike whatever the right term is for the the region and, and the era and just what happens to this kid who disappears and honestly i'm three issues in and there's still a lot of mystery that keeps kind of popping in uh but it's it's definitely kind of this you know uh monster horror like there's there's these creatures that are popping up and you know there's not a lot of explanation but you know you're getting to know these characters and and understanding the the time and the place that they're in which is a very harsh place i mean you yeah. know it's the frozen tundra that people go to where greed rules all and people go mad over yeah gold I, yeah and so i mean even though the setting and uh i guess story is different it, it still parallels i think somewhat to me because you've got you know somebody missing somebody going after uh that has kind of taken on another character to help them along the way yeah um and going out into the unknown um to do so uh so i i mean i like it, it it's yeah. intrigued me you know until you started 
describing it like i feel like the, i didn't necessarily pick up on the parallels in our story no i didn't tell you were just describing it <laughs> so. all, uh, yeah 100 percent. it is it is very close to the the synopsis of what we have in mind and i don't know how much we've talked about you know all the details of of the characters and their relationships to each other for our comic book but um yeah it's just kind of kind of a neat coincidence and yeah. uh, the art is great i can't recall the artist's name off the top of my head um or the writer for that matter but um i think kind of veterans of the the this yeah i believe the so format so you know they they know what they're doing and it, and it looks good it's super polished the the story flows really well um so yeah that's yeah for for me too you know that, that was when i bought a the first time i've been in a comic book store in such a long time and just kind of fun to to poke around and see like what would be good inspiration for the work that we're doing but it felt really necessary like to even start thinking about creating a comic book to go in there and just pick up and understand like what's out there today you wouldn't try to go into any other industry if you didn't have any reference points to what's being done today so i think it was important at least for me on the art side to see what's being done what are what are what are people doing what's kind of the look and feel of things um zombie comics aren't really i think on trend necessarily at the moment no uh horror comics are always a genre that you can go into any comic book store and probably find a few good titles um but yeah you know i was looking specifically for zombie comics and except for um the walking dead you know and other graphic novels i didn't see anything coming out you know uh issue by issue right now other than the walking dead deluxe which they're releasing as like full color you know, bonus feature issues, which is cool. And I bought a couple of those just for reference, but, um, but yeah, so it feels like, you know, we, we can zombies come in and out in, of, of, uh, popularity, I think. Yeah. And, uh, now it feels like a good time to, I, I think bring so. Them back. Yeah, I, I mean, think they're, so. They're in the zeitgeist. Like we were talking <laughs> yeah. about shows that we're watching and movies that we're watching. I mean, you go on Netflix and one of the top shows right now is uh, All of Us Are Dead. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and that's a, you know, I think a pretty great uh, series, a zombie series. I think there's some plot holes here and there, and sometimes it's a little goofy, but entertaining all around, you know? Yeah, no, I, I mean, in the end, I think it's very, uh, I mean, it's Korean, right? And I think it's very Korean, uh, it, the way it's done. I've watching other korean movies in the past whether that be you know zombie flicks or not you know it it was right on par which i enjoy very much uh but going back to your comic where i feel like i i I didn't think about it but maybe a lot of comic creators shied away from zombies because the walking dead was so big and so successful that it just kind of uh you know people just didn't want to compete or just felt like the market was already taken i don't know well i think you know you have to remember that the walking dead started 20 years ago and you know the show has certainly kept its popularity in the mainstream or launched it into the mainstream in a way it wasn't when it first came out um but the way i tend to look Mm -hmm. at trends in 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 art or anything it's it's that 20 year cycle right so now we're kind of coming back to that beginning again of zombies starting to kind of fit that model of of the most natural horror story to tell and i don't think it hurts that we've just gone through a pandemic so that's a very relatable (laughs) thing to talk about this thing that's sweeping a a, an area and and you know yeah and i think and i think that's also something that all of us are dead kind of played tongue-in-cheek like 
and not necessarily tongue in cheek as well with, you know, COVID and pandemic, they, they very much were aware that there were a couple references in there where it's just like, you know, yeah, it was, it was hit on. It's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, to me, that show was great. Um, you know, there's some parallels, uh, in that show that I feel like are a good, uh, I don't know. So I guess I, you know, that show's great. Um, I would also say watch Black Summer if you haven't. Yeah, that one's on my um, list uh, now that I've finished uh, All of Us Are Dead. But yeah, it, I mean, let's kind of go into, I guess, let's go into, so kind of inspiration for me on the original zombies uh, and the mentality of what I thought these zombies would be. Uh, you know, I didn't want the slow lumbering uh, zombie. Like, I... 28 Days Later was one of my favorite movies when it came out. Uh, I still love it. But that, to me, uh, I think inspired my way of wanting zombies. Like, these are fast, feral creatures in essence. You know, like, this is not, like I said, this is not your slow, lumbering, just, you know, uh, zombie. This is... Even a single one is deadly, not just in a horde. A horde is just insanely scary if they can move fast type thing. Yeah. So 28 Days Later for me was a uh, a reference point originally. Yeah, you know, I'll be 100% honest with you. I've never been a big horror and or particularly zombie movie watcher. So, like, I've spent the last couple months just kind of going back through the whole history of, of zombie flicks and... You know, I, I recently I did watch 28 Days when it, uh, 28 Days Later when it first came out in theaters. And I remember it, it being just such a great film. Yeah. It not not even w- talking about zombie movies, but just oh, you know, good. Danny Boyle. Period. Yeah. Made a beautiful film that was just happened to be a zombie movie. And and even, you know, people debated whether it was a zombie movie when it first came out, because these zombies were so much different than the zombies that came before. it. <laughs> so it was really you know, a kind of an opportunity for the genre to take a uh, a step back and and you know reevaluate for people who love the 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 theme to think about it in a completely different way. Can you take this t- typical horror monster, the zombie, and rethink it completely? Because yep. the fast zombie is is an aspect of it. Uh, you know, the the idea that it wasn't like some disaster or something that caused the zombies. I mean, it's kind of the science you know, dystopia that you're, you're dealing with where, yeah. you know, they're testing on animals and it spreads out into the, the populace. I guess that's something that's been done in the past, but you know, it's just a, uh, a different take on it. And I think it, the drama was amped up too, just because the, the acting is well, the so strong. Acting, it's, the it's, you know, music, the all feel. Yeah. Like was, oh yeah. You the know, way I, it was filmed. Listening to the, the, the soundtrack of it, I was like, I didn't re- remember that being in the soundtrack. Like, there's a, a granddaddy song in there. And I'm like, that seems like a weird selection now, but it's a very it's great. Granddaddy had a very big following in the UK. So it's c- kind of not surprising. Danny Boyle came from more of an indie film background. So there was some alignment there. But then you have like these, you know, post rock kind of, uh, you know, uh, pieces that are in there too that are really mood setting and really dramatic and heavy and have those big crescendos that work so great when they're yeah. you know going through these you know uh, extended scenes with the zombies so it's 
Yeah, I think that that when I remember, I remember when it first came out, and again, like not being somebody who typically would gravitate towards horror, thinking that was just a great movie. Yep. Yeah. So that that for me was uh, a big inspiration. Uh, another inspiration, but it was more towards writing style. Um, because historic, like I still feel like I, I, if I sit down and I'm trying to write like a thirty-page chapter, I, I don't, that that doesn't necessarily fit with me. Um, you know, uh, being sh- shorter, more succinct. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it that's also might be a cop out because it's just easier to do like shorter things. And so uh, the book World War Z, uh, not the movie, but the book. Uh, was a big inspiration because that that is more uh, snippets of time and so I started kind of piecing the book in that fashion in somewhat that's why I have uh, you know uh, little snippets of the beginning events and how it comes yeah it's um, I, I think it's an interesting take on on the 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 zombie apocalypse right because i feel like in a lot of movies uh and i i think you can this is true even of like uh uh, all of us are dead where it shows the beginning like you see you know uh victim number one or whatever the right word is for it and 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 you know kind of see the thing happening live in in the moment whereas world war z was kind of taking a longer view of what would happen across the world and how would it be managed and yeah that was that was it was journalistic so yeah. world war z the book did you read the book i never read the okay, book okay so the movie is completely different yeah yeah so you the book that, is yeah. basically a journalist going through and doing interviews and interviewing people asking them questions about the beginning the middle and the end post pan the post zombie epidemic pandemic uh and and so you're getting snippets in time of this person talking to different people and the story is all mold and you get the whole arc of how it started and ended type thing so to me that was awesome i loved it and it also made me feel like okay i can write short things like this like and piece them all together to be something bigger yeah honestly i i I don't think very much of the movie like it was it was fun it was entertaining i don't i don't like it because i loved the book so much but i don't think you could do that book as a movie yeah it would it would probably i think just from what i you've told me about the book and what i've seen in the movie i think it would make more sense as like a series where you're yes you're maybe even doing like Fair. an anthology you know rather than like a, a, so a narrative this serial. is why i like black summer okay i'll just say that yeah watch it it's is does it take that anthology approach or yep. okay it's a series yeah, snippets yeah, yeah. Okay. snippets in time that makes a bigger story okay uh yeah so that's that's definitely on the list um but yeah so that 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 to me set the tone of uh zombies uh in essence of you know the big question of are they fast or are they slow and yes i want these to be fast mm-hmm. um that was always the intention and 28 days later was the catalyst for that i um, feel like a lot of the movies that come out now default to the fast zombie too i mean it, and it's not not saying that as like a bad thing or anything but it's just kind of like it's accepted now it's not a question of you know it's also more scary yeah it's scarier i think sometimes you know i think it it 
I don't know. It makes the zombies more like invincible, I think, in some ways, which I, I don't necessarily like. But I, I've seen it portrayed in different ways where they're not so, you know, all powerful, like they can't be destroyed um, versus sometimes where it seems like that. And it's just kind of like I, I find that harder to deal with. Like if you can't shoot a zombie in the head and kill it. I mean, well, the way I yeah, so the way I see it is more like a pack of wolves. Yeah. Right? So, you know, a single wolf is very dangerous, uh, fast, can kill you. Yeah. Um, but it's manageable if you, you know, if you know how to manage it. Yeah. Now, a pack of wolves, they hunt together. And mm. that's a lot more daunting and harder to do if you are a solo. Yeah. You've got to kind of have a team or, you know, more around you to be able to take care of that. Not that you can't, but it makes it that much more difficult. So, I mean, the idea was in the beginning, you know, I started writing this uh, a dozen years. I don't I don't even remember at this point when I first started, maybe 2010. Oh, okay. Maybe it was out long after. 28 days later came it out. Well, yeah. So that the movie I, came out in 20... 2002. 2002, yeah. 2002. yeah. So, yes, I loved that movie from when it came out, and I would watch it every single year. Uh, you know, when you... The normal time of Halloween, watching mm-hmm. all movies, that movie was always number one, and I would even watch it throughout other times now that i haven't watched it in multiple years because it's harder to watch those types of movies with kids yeah Um, yeah (laughs) because most of the time when they're asleep uh i i fall asleep myself (laughs) and but so yeah it has been it has been that long or it, it and i always wanted to I guess I had the idea of wanting to do something for a while since, you know, I was always fascinated with zombie movies from high school on. Um, but I didn't actually do anything until, you know, one day my wife, then then girlfriend, told me I was bored and I was annoying her and told me to do something. And that's when I, you know, just was like, oh, I'll start writing. Um and it was bef- last week's memoir we started in 2011 yeah okay right. so it was before then i had started it yeah uh, but, but when we started last week's memoir i think i threw some stuff at you guys originally maybe I think well no i did because the, i did a yeah. story yeah well i think we published a zombie we, story yeah we did one of the short uh stories uh as on last week's memoir and i did another I guess vignette little short story that I wrote that was zombie-ish, but didn't say zombies uh, for that. I think I did like multiple zombie stories for last week's memoir, but one of them was pulled from uh, the story I'd started. So it was pre 2011, probably 2009, 10. I started this. When did world war <clears throat> Z come out? The movie, the book. The Cause I assume you read the book before the movie came out, right? Oh yeah. Um, maybe, I don't maybe know. Mid aughts, because well, I I do really feel like twenty eight days later kicked off the zombie the the current trend of zombie. I do I do too. You know, and 
whether or not it's like a direct influence on something like The Walking Dead, you know, because they they don't use fast zombies in The Walking Dead. But um, I feel like the 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 importance of drama and the characters as opposed to just being, you know, zombie fodder was something that was kind of a, you know, a big difference in in The Walking Dead as opposed to other zombie yeah. material. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I The Walking Dead for me at that time uh you know the graphic no the comic graphic novel i love uh the show was great for many years um and i, I haven't finished it i kind of dropped off at Same a here. certain point yeah. and i think that was also partly due to kids and not being able to watch that stuff um but you know it was an influence but it was also in my mind of going, I don't want to do The Walking Dead. I don't want The Walking Dead stories. So. The Walking Dead, uh, like just the, the type of zombies, the, the way that they're interacting with the survivors, I feel is more a throwback to the traditional zombie movies, particularly, yeah. you know, the Romero movies, you know, the sequels that came out, you know, uh, Return, of, no, Return of the Living Dead was... Uh, the other guy who did the uh, night of the living dead. Um, but you know, those movies are, I, I feel like the, this, the second one and the third one, which came out in the eighties were very yeah. much, I don't know. They, they feel like the predecessor to walking dead. Yes. Whereas 28 days later was very much on this other thing, changing the, the, the way that the story was told in a very different way in the case of, of world war Z so that it's it's not just about you know survivors trying to survive it's survivors you know interacting and having stories that are kind of independent of zombies you know um which i think was a big change in the way that the stories progressed over the, over the decades oh definitely it's like you it, this this happened we're living with it so how do you live with it it's yeah. just like any you know just like we're living with covid yeah. like how do you live with you know, whatever is thrown your way. Well, uh, and I'll correct myself because I feel like one major part that's always been part of zombie movies is that people are hell. Like it's it. You don't have to worry sometimes so much about the zombies as much as people. you have to worry about the well, other. Well, I think that's any uh, you know post-apocalyptic story is mm. you know it, you survive this, but now mm -hmm. now you know it's there's no rules like Mad uh, Max. Yes, you Mad know, Max. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, people who are going to take advantage of the, the post-apocalyptic yeah, scenario, regardless of zombies or not, that's just a power vacuum. And so, you know, you get these might makes right type uh, stories that, that come up alongside yeah. of that. So, I mean, for me, I wanted to, you know, because I grew up more on those uh, slow zombie stuff. So 28 Days Later for me was like a differentiator. I wanted to create something, uh, you know, mindfully thinking about not just trying to do exactly what's been done. How can I differentiate? How could I make something a little different? Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't want to just tell the same old story. Of course, you know, it is a, the same old story in a sense, but like, yeah what can you do differently just the little things um yeah you know it was the decision f fast over slow um decision on how or what makes people zombies you know the majority of things i've especially of recent is like a virus you know there's also radioactive uh type things yeah um uh, mine mine came 
but it's Parasite. So mine came from, uh, you know, I was doing research, just trying to look up things. And there's, you know, some parasite that attacks ants and basically takes over their bodies, takes over their minds Mm -hmm. and controls these ants for X amount of time. And then they die type thing. But I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. I'll take that. I don't want it to just kill them and, you know, eat their body. The parasites taking over their body essentially to just, you know, eat and then move on. Um, I, I wanted it. it, It's kind of a little bit like a invasion of the body snatchers type Mm -hmm. thing as well. Uh, So I wanted it to be a parasite. Um, And, you know, where it comes from is kind of a thing. And, coming from an area of the world i wanted to have it be more like the same thing with a virus like how can you make it a a believable like you're suspending your belief but at the same time it's based in some sort of a science reality that uh is people can understand yeah and and i i I think one of the challenges that that you get into with with getting this deep into the story too is like it, it, there i don't know i feel like there is a bit of like a, a science expertise that you want to make things as realistic as possible but sometimes i feel like that can backfire on you so do you not say a lot about what it is in the story and you as the writer or you yeah. as the we as the creators know exactly what's going on for, or what we think is going sure. on but do you explain it or do you not? Because I feel like that's one thing that I always feel like in a zombie movie when sometimes it explains a little too yeah. much about how how it works. Sometimes it's just like, well, yeah, and this is not really science. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, so. So uh, so for me, no, I don't think you go into the full details. Yeah. For me, it was just trying to know the details of what I yeah. was wanting it to be. And so that, you know, I mean, tons of zombie movies don't even tell you where or why the fuck this started that thing it's just you know it's just a zombie flick and you go okay well it's probably what this this or that yeah um but i i want it to be known in a sense like i don't like i don't want like to me that's a little bit of a differentiator and i think you can we can play it as like it's a known thing this is where it comes from but it's also like all right well why Uh, and but I, I do think we have to address it because long term in our storyline, yes, like, I it, mean, just what we talked about is that this is, you know, well into the zombie. Apo- the zombie apocalypse is over. Yeah. You know, the zombie apocalypse has already happened. This is zombie. Uh, yeah. Survivors are, are surviving, maybe even thriving to some degree now in this post zombie world because humans do one thing really well and that survive yeah. no matter what the conditions are. And. So now we're in this period of time, you know, sometime after the first zombie issue happened. So there has to be some level. If this, if the human survived, then their natural instinct, what do humans do? We like to study and analyze and dissect oh, for sure. things. So we're going to try to figure out what it is. So I think at some point in the story, it does have to, if not like break it down, you know, we do have to address it yes. because there's going to be parts of the storyline that I think you can't get around that no yeah and so for me that is so i don't want it to just be like i said i don't want it to just be zombies and people just make their opinions like Mm -hmm. to me this is part of the story and you know it's part of certain aspects of origins of you know because 
the original book, I start out more with some origins, but yeah. we've you, we've decided, uh, you know, but we're saving those. Yeah, we're saving those. <laughs> well, and we also decided that you know certain we we should start elsewhere. Um, it, those things can be told down the line. That's not the actual true story. It's very pertinent to the story, but like the overall uh, first story arc, let's just say book one for mm -hmm. the first series of comics, you know, it, it's a thing, but we want to focus on that story. Yeah. The, the actual story we're trying to tell. Um, so I want to get back to the nature of our zombies and, and just kind of talking about it in the context of, of <laughs> what's out there and the way that, that various movies have tackled it. Um, so the first thing I want to, I want to ask you is these zombies aren't invincible, right? Like I, there's, there's zombie movies and I think, uh, return of the living dead, I think is the movie I'm thinking about where they're basically indestructible. Yeah. So are these indestructible zombies? No. So you can shoot them in the head. Will they, th is that going to stop? Correct. Them? <laughs> so, so in, in theory, right, this parasite has taken over the brain. It's taken over that. So yeah. just like any other zombies, you sever that connection, it's done. Yeah. Right? So to me, that was also kind of, you know, I didn't want it to be, well, if this is a virus, it's throughout their entire body, and they just keep coming, even if the head's gone. Like, yeah. no. It, you, just like humans, I mean, you you sever that connection, it's done. Now, granted... Zombies don't have pumping blood or hearts or anything like mm -hmm. that. So you shoot them in the heart, stab them in the heart. They're not vampires. They're still, they're still kicking. It's yeah. it's all in the head. Yeah. One one aspect of of zombieism that I don't feel like is addressed as much. I, I you do see it in some stories. Um, I think Walking Dead kind of does this sometimes, where you know bodies degrade. Right. This is yep. you know the 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 human body. Even when it's fed and, you know, is in the perfect conditions to thrive, at some point it breaks down. Yes. And that's one thing that I don't like about some zombie movies where, like, you know, if it's some time away from when the zombie apocalypse started, unless that zombie was fed and nurtured and had a nice zombie life, shouldn't it have started to break down a little bit? So yeah. I'm, I'm curious from your perspective, do you see these zombies as, you know, zombies that, persist and and that are kind of like i mean they're dead they don't have a heart they i mean they don't have a you know they don't function in the same way that a living human being does but uh, but biologically you still break down right yeah and yeah. decompose so uh this is another thing that 28 days later uh in that movie if a zombie hasn't fed over time right it just is basically inert it's mm -hmm. decomposing it's it, it has nothing left so that to me was like, okay, if this is going to be in the future, how do zombies uh, prevail? How do they keep on? Yeah. Um, and so I wanted, you know, and all of us are dead kind of hit on this, which kind of pissed me off a little. <laughs> like there's been a couple movies and shows lately that have done things that weren't a thing in the past. And so mentally there, I was- Everybody's trying to get that little spin, yep, that little twist. And I wish I would have put this out there. <laughs> many years ago because i don't want people to think i'm ripping off we're ripping off but like at the same time fuck it i i mean it is what it is but yeah. uh so zombies feed on zombies so if you're mm. not finding uh if they're not finding sustenance from people right mm. they they've they've killed all the people around them uh you know uh, 
the rest of the people in the world are doing is, a is damn a hungry, good job. Of, a hungry zombie uh, going to discriminate against meat? No, <laughs> it, it's going to feed. It's going to eat. It's going to eat all the animals. It's going to do whatever. Um, now, granted, it, they don't get as hungry as fast in my mind as, you know, a human would. Yeah. Um, but they still got to put something in them to yeah. keep going. So eating zombies. But then the question is, okay, well, if you just sit behind a wall, they'll just all eat themselves, right? So mentally I was going, well, how do I do that? Well, okay, this hasn't been done. Well, it has now, but it hadn't been done to my knowledge at the time of zombies can breed. Mm. They're humans after all, right? Like granted, you know, other things are different, maybe <laughs> don't work in es essence, but this is another space where you can s suspend your belief kind of th disbelief kind of thing. And, uh, uh, you know, they can produce, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I have the narrator who's a sarcastic asshole in the book of talking about this and just being like, yeah, you know, and afterwards just like Prey Mantis or Black Widows or whatever, you know, the woman eats, eats the husband for sustenance. And, uh, I also, you know, I, whether this stays in the comic book or not is, I think we should keep the reproducing in there, but, uh, it was like, I was like, okay, well, you know, there's only X amount of zombies. How do they re reproduce fast enough to keep going? And, you know, so they always give birth to triplets type thing was mm. the thing. I don't know why I picked that, but it just was like, okay, that's more daunting. And they also give birth quicker than the normal nine months. Mm. So, you know, they're replenishing uh, their food source in essence uh, faster. Um and partly maybe the parasite has something to do with that. I, I never got really into that uh, of why, but I was just trying to do things that uh, other differentiators. Um, and, you know, I mean, yeah, so there's. I, I think the concept makes sense on the basis of it, because to me, like, I, I think our zombies and, and I think the, the, the modern zombie is very human and it's yes. in its nature still like you know i think in in older zombie movies it's like they lose all everything except you know they want to eat brains or whatever and i feel like if zombieism was real like you know we would still have the same urges that well, yeah, they would so, have the, so the most primal yes things, basic you know, instincts the, yeah right? yeah and i think the the reproduction thing i think makes sense from that standpoint i feel like the 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 details of it like yeah how you know, that goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think one movie that we've talked about recently that yeah, is starting to take that approach and, you know, again, to your point, like kind of wishing that maybe the story got out before, you know, Army of... It's just Army of Dead, not Army of the Dead, right? Army of, Army De of yeah. Dead. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know if we should even... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, no, let's, let's not, go in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in case you haven't seen that movie... And you want to see that movie, maybe turn off the podcast now because we don't want to – spoiler alert. Uh, I mean, you still watch it. I mean, in the end, to me, that movie is just like a uh, – it's an action fun romp type thing. Yeah, I um, didn't think it was a very good movie no. overall. Um, but it does have some interesting concepts about zombies that are new 
And, you know, yes. credit to the writers, you know, the the idea of reproducing I still zombies. think they read some of my story I put out <laughs> on the Internet long ago. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, you know, you can you can give uh, Zack Snyder a call and <laughs> yeah. see if uh, Be like, hey, where'd you come up yeah, with this idea? Yeah. Right. That seems um, too much like mine. But beyond that, too, I feel like, you know, the there are some other aspects of that movie yes. that touch on um, characteristics of zombies that are different, like. Maybe not completely different, but the idea of kind of a zombie hierarchy, like yes. some zombies that are, you know, stronger or faster or smarter really is, I think, the key thing yeah. than other zombies. And this is also something that All of Us Are Dead has where you have, I, I like the term, that I don't know if where you came up with it, but halfies. I, I, I liked that term that you was, came up that, with. No, that was All of <laughs> was Us it, Are Dead. Was, was it in there? Yeah. Did they call them that? I think so. I didn't catch that, but I was like, oh, yeah, they're halfies. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're like zombies that are, and I, I like the terminology that they use that are asymptomatic because that's something you know. Yes. We now know in the post-COVID world that asymptomatic viruses are kind of a problem, right? So yeah. if you had somebody who was asymptomatic, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of an interesting concept that they brought up. But both of them, at the basis, is like a zombie who has more cognition and more brains and more you know, uh, more of that human aspect that makes them trickier, cleverer, cleverer and, you know, cleverer. Yeah, they're know they're like word. animals. So <laughs> I think, you know, uh, zombies have gone the way of, you know, it's, it's not just mindless dead, right? It's they're keeping their basic instincts. Uh, they are more primal, more animalistic uh, in a sense. Like it's all about feeding, which that's why I said reproducing, because it's like, well, if you're all about feeding, you're all about reproducing, right? Survival tactics, you know, the base, base core of every living thing. Um, but also comes, you know, some ingenuity, some smarts. You know, we see ourselves you know, as humans, we, as far superior because we, you know, different ways of thought than what we understand of animals, but, you know, there's very smart animals and they figure out ways to work together to get what they need um, type thing. So, uh, yeah, Army of Dead, the Dead, whatever it is. I think part of me hates that movie because it just pissed me off that i was going god damn it like uh but yeah so um they do have higher a hierarchy of zombie which was another thing at the time i hadn't really seen it all so i was trying to you know another thing that i was trying to do of where i think zombies are going and where you know i could create something that isn't the norm uh was having a hierarchy of zombies and for me, that was it wasn't necessarily asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Yeah, um, those are I, very different yeah. concepts. I mean, that's a cool concept. Yeah, but maybe maybe that's where we go. I don't know, but um, I I didn't. See, uh, you know, Army of Dead was. I don't. I think it was because it was. It's more along the lines of what I was doing. Is they mm -hmm. were closer to like Patient Zero. Yeah. Those ones that were the smarter ones, uh, and that's where mine was. You know the initial patient zero was closer to the source the mm -hmm. the original um and that's you know and anybody closer to that uh, 
has more of that. And anybody that's, you know, way past it is your typical just primal uh, zombie just going out there based solely based on uh, primal instinct type things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, th- but all these zombies also like they call them the alphas and uh, army of dead. I didn't call them the alphas, but essentially it's the same it was the same premise, right? Like dogs, uh, animals know the alpha. So even the ones that are the lesser still know which ones to kind of obey. It's the same yeah. thing with ants. You know, you've got the queen ants, bees, queen, like it, you know your role. Yeah. And it's more built into your biology of uh, what and who you are. Uh, so I wanted that to be. Now, uh, there are differences that I won't say. I don't want to give away uh, yeah. of our zombies, uh, our higher ups. Um, I think I referred to them as holy ones, like they were the holy ones. Uh, but that was more of a a term, I think, given by survivors uh, hearing stories of these things. Mm-hmm. Just they're the holy ones. Uh, I didn't use alphas, but in my mindset, I was thinking of that's how they were viewed uh they're in charge yeah yeah they're running the show telling not maybe doesn't telling what the other zombies should do but just obeying the other zombie if it comes around and knows better correct but also they i think they set guidelines of mm-hmm. you know what is zombie culture yeah zombie culture <laughs> uh, uh, yes <laughs> the, the, i the, want the yes that is the thing. Of zombie culture there is zombie culture um and i don't think we need to go much more into yeah. that but like yeah uh, so there are parallels and some some shows and movies have gone that route which was a route i thought things should go and i was surprised even at the time i started writing this that things hadn't mm-hmm. and it took many years yeah and yes i'm pissed that you somebody know, i mean it all, was inevitable all, all I, good ideas eventually somebody is gonna even if you have it and you never tell anybody in the world Shit, somebody yeah. else will probably and have i pr- it, yeah. and i wasn't the first one to come up with these ideas i'm sure but like i didn't see them out there in yeah. the mainstream and i was trying to think of things that i thought and where zombies would go because i you know y- you can only do the same thing so many times like yeah. how do you how do you make it yours yeah um, so one other aspect of uh, the outbreak and just and how how people transmit the zombie parasite or whatever the case may be or in just in any zombie movie really that I think is important to understand because it it does kind of set the guidelines and rules of of the world that you're living in yeah. is how quickly does somebody become a zombie and you see this across the board yeah. in various movies where like. You know, 28 days later, it's like a drop of blood is all it takes. Yep. It's not a bite. If you get a drop of blood and we're talking within minutes, I, I feel like maybe even seconds. Um, I feel like the same thing with um, all of us are dead. That, that's similar. It was bites for them. But bites. Yeah. Not, not or, or getting their blood in, in, in your wound. blood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's getting it into the bloodstream. But the, the timeline to become a zombie was essentially the same. It's like a short period of time. You know, you immediately become a zombie more or less although it, i feel like in that show it seemed to like vary a little bit it was it hard to vary, tell yeah. um i just watched train of busan train to, to busan last night and that seemed to me to be like clear that it was like almost an immediate thing like 
you get a bite and within again minutes similar to uh 28 days later but if you go back to some of the older zombie movies it's much longer of a timeline before somebody becomes a zombie like overnight you know or even a day before they become a zombie so in your mind what is the the gestation period to become a zombie i think in my mind it was quicker like it wasn't it's not an overnight thing person i don't think it should be an overnight thing because uh but it's not necessarily instantaneous Mm. um well because like even in the walking dead you get bitten you get bitten in your arm you cut that off and it didn't transmit throughout your body type thing um i didn't maybe that's something that could be played with uh because it is a parasite so it's a parasite Mm. going through your body so maybe where you get bitten you know it doesn't it because it needs to get to the brain so if you get bitten in the foot takes a little longer i guess but it's like a snake bite or a spider bite you know you can tourniquet and you know prevent the flow of blood so therefore yeah you know it it takes longer but whether or not that applies here you know i don't know if it does but i don't think it should be like i got bitten all right let's wait and see 24 hours Mm -hmm. no i i think like anything virus parasites if anything a parasite i think would work faster than a virus uh yeah i don't know i mean i think the the example that you use of that type of parasite that that infects like insects um i wonder how I, long I that know. gestation I period yeah though. i mean we could look that up yeah. easily and, and and maybe make some decisions based on that because I, I feel like if you're going that route and it's a parasite it should function similar to other parasites totally. versus a virus where you know Again, let's live this COVID life that we just lived. You know, you're you're maybe not showing COVID symptoms until much later, but you're still infected. Like, yes. you can't really stop that without some other, yeah. you know, cure to stop it, which, you know, there's no COVID cure. And the same thing, there's no zombie cure. So yeah. I, I feel like it, it, but it does affect the story, right? Because in that, you know, train to Basan example, like if you had people who were getting bit, and you have time to wait and see if they're going to become a zombie or not. I mean, you just throw them off the train and then, you know, right. it, does, it, yeah, it doesn't have it, the it effect. removes all of the drama from, it's like from the storyline. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in other ones, I mean, it actually can enhance the storyline if, you know, people are, you, know, you have relationships with the, the character. They don't want to see him die. They don't, maybe it's early on in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> and you're trying to, you know, save people. But yeah. And I think so parasites also can lay dormant. Uh, so, you know, I think there's a way to play with it uh, because I think this parasite also, uh, it, it, it's, it's a survivor, right? It's, it, it can't talk for itself type thing, but it's like, like a virus, it mutates. It's trying to live and survive, uh, parasites, you know, this, these ones do the same thing, you know, it's taking over a host to live and then if it can't find one it lays dormant uh type thing mm-hmm. um uh, does it do that in certain people i don't know but uh, also i say parasite at this point and maybe we just say that's fucking stupid and let's go virus i uh, but i think there's a way to play with it and i'm i'm open i don't i don't necessarily think think this story 
you know, it's not set in a closed, confined space. Um, yeah. Like, so I don't necessarily think it needs to be instantaneous. Um, I don't think it should be 24 hours or days, but maybe you've got, you know, some time mm. to just be like, all right, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is Cut over. Cut off the arm and yeah. maybe, maybe you're maybe, okay. Maybe. It has to be immediate. Yeah. You're you still know? quarantined, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I feel like when that happens in a zombie movie, like, unless it happens immediately, I, I, I kind of like, well, that's kind of bullshit. Like, to me, I think I, I do personally prefer like the quicker and let's go for it transformation and you know um and i think maybe even it's degrees because you know with some movies it's like they immediately become the zombie versus you know kind of gradually becoming more feral and a little bit crazier and you know but already maybe knowing you're infected and knowing that there's yeah. nothing you can do about it yeah you're you're not getting away from it but yeah. like you're not you're not bitten and then all of a sudden you know a yeah. zombie like yeah. you, there's there's a little bit of a time period i think there should be a little bit of a time period um where you can at least look at somebody and go love you or fuck you um yeah, yeah. i mean i think that matters in, in the story too because yeah. you're, you're gonna have people who get turned and you want to have that interaction yeah and that drama that happens mm -hmm. when that does it's like well fuck you're done yeah. that's one thing i do really like about uh, train to busan is that the stakes are kind of high because like you have this kid and her father and then you have um you know the married couple uh with the wife who's pregnant and it's like you really like those characters and you know it's like well shit i hope they make it yeah oh yeah <laughs> but when they you know when stuff doesn't go right you know the characters you like die it's like well fuck that sucks because that's the that the drama of it so no nah, yeah and i, think you I want that. that you gotta I, you gotta be able yes. to play with that in in this genre otherwise what's the point well yeah i i think that needs to be throughout this story because yeah like you said what's the point otherwise you're not building uh relationships yeah. with characters like you you want to feel for these characters you want them to prevail but like they're kind uh, of up uh, against the uh, uh it's it ain't know, no fucking fairy tale yeah a tireless uh you know destructive force so uh one one other thing i want to throw out there about zombies that zombie movies just in general that i struggle with sometimes is like when does a person die because they got eaten up by a zombie versus actually <laughs> become a zombie because I, I feel like across the board <laughs> in movies like it's different there's a bunch of dead bodies here they're not necessarily zombies that were shot but it's like yeah you know how come that guy turned into a zombie but then that one didn't well <laughs> that's where like yeah all of us are dead had some of that yeah um uh, for me like i said if this is something that takes over the brain mm -hmm. if everything else is functioning, functioning uh, yeah. it's that connection is not severed then to me you know that person could be missing all their insides they could be missing an arm they could mm. be like uh, they could be missing legs even, but yeah. obviously they're not going to be running anywhere. But yeah. uh, if that vital connection is still there, mm -hmm. um, then they are good to go zombie. Like yeah. it's not just uh, eaten or and you know, if these people, you know, zombies eat zombies to mm -hmm. survive but mm -hmm. they eat the entirety like yeah. that that way this per this you know zombie isn't uh 
And maybe they just eat some of them and then just leave them like, but they're still a zombie. Unless, unless that connects, so they eat, they eat the brains, they eat everything. Like, mm-hmm. you're, you're still, you're still there. Yeah, I, I, I think that's also one other thing when when you have that dichotomy by who gets bit and turns into a zombie versus who's just dead. Um, I, I feel like that's really good in our story that we have a clear line there because oh, that definitely. would just bother me. But oh, it bothered me too. But the other part of it too is like. Why do zombies only take a couple bites and then just leave and then go, you know, do whatever? Well, yeah. So like, <laughs> but you know, that's I think you know. Well, it uh, seems like yeah. in all of us are dead. I, I mean, we keep referencing that one. That was the yeah, most recent one I watched. Same is, here. You yeah. know, they're biting, they're biting, they're biting until that person's scent changes and they go, okay, yeah. this person's a zombie. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer getting what I need mm-hmm. and want. But at the same time, in other areas, like they're eating zombies for food. So. Uh, I mean, that's one of those blurred lines. Um, if you're trying to write, if we're trying to write a story, I'd like to, I, I know you as well, like yeah. stay away from those uh, holes. Like, yeah. and that was part of the reason why I mentally, before I started writing this, was trying to figure out what and why. And like, I didn't want holes. And I wanted to understand the backstory and, the why this is and do a little research on you know parasites and other things and even just weapons and uh, everything that i did like i was researching so that it wasn't just seeming like i just pulled it out of my ass and you know anybody that knows anything about those would go no that's not fucking possible Mm -hmm. like i wanted it everything to be realistic in a sense yeah um and I think, you know, I think you're on you're on the same page as that, too, like uh, being methodical. But at the same time, you don't have to reveal all of that in the story. It's just that gun looks exactly like it's supposed to be the, this. They're using this in the exact way it's supposed to be used. Um, I don't know. I, I think you're adding more believability to a story credibility. I don't. Yeah, and I don't think readers necessarily focus on that. No, um, but you know, I do. The super, the super fans do. But I also. But I do feel like it makes the job easier because it's less makes us understand yeah, what it's it is. Less questions about well, should it be this or should it be that? You know. So I. Yeah, I do think. Uh, yeah, I think it's important to to have those details in there. Yeah, it was and, more and talk through that kind yeah. of stuff, particularly between more for use yeah, for me yeah. to know. Like, all right exactly like i'm not making decisions on this this is what it is so i'm going with this so like i knew uh a direction yeah. uh, so i mean i i feel like one one last thing just to kind of shift this conversation in a different direction i think our our approach to zombies we have an idea about it but i think the biggest twist that we have in our story is that we kind of have this western element to it yes and i think if not I, I, we probably don't have time today but we need to talk about Western movies too, because I feel like that's got to be incorporated into the yeah into the oh art. for sure got to be incorporated in, and I know and I think we talked some of that when we were talking about Flip's character, but yeah, no, yeah. I th- I think that it's not just a Flip character. I think it's a overall theme arc. I, I I do because I think and one you know we're getting this inspiration from the Rush now, and I I think that you're right. That's kind of you know the stylistically you know for that one character that that's going to align with them but i just like the idea and the idea of okay so the zombie apocalypse happens the world collapses and 
where do you kind of revert to? And the Wild West kind of makes sense, you yeah. know, to a certain degree. And, you know, it's you sure you have different technology and there's a different history of, of things that have happened as opposed to the West. But and I think you have to incorporate that into the story. But, you know, w w the only thing I want to avoid is that to not make it steampunky because I, no, like I don't want it to be steampunky. I don't want it to be wild, wild west. Yeah, I um, feel like that's the that's the default when people talk about, you know, the the a Western with right. technology. And so here yeah. here here's just uh, the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. That's a Western set in space. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking Western mm -hmm. um, cowboy bebop. Mm -hmm. That's a Western. Uh, but, you know, not done that way. Uh, the Postman with yeah. Kevin Costner. Yeah, uh, that's another one. Post apocalyptic. They revert back. Uh, it's not steampunky, but they go back into a simpler time. Uh, I, I, I think that's the, the hitting the nail on the head, the simpler time where it's like you have less. And you have to work with what you yeah, got you make and get a little creative. You but, you know, ultimately, it's just a simpler time, you know. And, yeah, uh, and Firefly, another Western. That, yeah, like, so great examples of, of. So these, to me, are great examples of Westerns that are not Westerns. Mm -hmm. But they're pulling the ethos of a Western into the time that they're trying to do them. And. I think that's where this lies. No, I, d I don't want it to fucking be steampunky at all. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. Yes. <laughs> no, hell no. Steampunk is never, like, it's cool, it's fun. Yeah. It's never been really my jam. I, there's tons of things that are steampunky that I, I enjoy, but, yeah. like, uh, I don't want this to be. This is a zombie flick uh, with a Western twist. Yeah. Because, yeah, like I said, you, you go back to simpler times. Yeah. You know, you don't have everything you have. So what what do you do? Mm -hmm. Like and, you know, the flip character is taking that to an extreme. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, everybody else and the feel, I, I think Westerns, you know, are some of the great, gritty kind of uh, anti-hero, romantic, uh, right off into the sunset with a you know while you die type thing I, I well, westerns are one of the few purely american artistic yeah, yeah. offerings that we've given the world jazz music you know the blues and and all that and then westerns and maybe to some degree comic books but you know in particular westerns and 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 you know i i mean i just look at that and say that's a very american style of storytelling yeah. that's gone well beyond uh, you know the 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 confines of the united states and has been embraced by many artists from many different cultures because Definitely. it's so uh universal yeah and and so yeah i think i think there's something that we need to talk about more maybe not even just to talk about that one character but you know i uh, think the same conversation that we're having here about what are your favorite westerns what what inspires you from that perspective but um yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I think it is a feel. I mean, we've talked about it. It's a, you know, it's a feel across the entire, the entirety. Like, I, I feel like, you know, this is a new frontier um, in essence, you know, they're the wild, wild world. It's the Badlands, the Wild West type 
out there you know mm-hmm. it's it's not safe um but it's manageable you can figure it out uh and there are those that you know would rather stay back behind you know the fort walls and there mm-hmm. are those that want to go out and live yep. you know try uh so i think it's very it's a very western feel overall uh, and i i think you know i think we should lean into that uh artistically storyline uh wise y- you know we can yeah i, yeah. I visually it's going to be an inspiration for me because i i, I again like n- not a huge fan of westerns in general but i love westerns you know like i'm not a, a aficionado by any means but i've seen plenty of westerns that are just great movies and that transcend the genre and yeah. one of my favorite movies is tombstone yeah yeah, yeah. Like i recently watched tombstone for the first time in a long time and such an enjoyable movie you yeah. know and the characters in that movie i feel like are archetypes that that work really well for the story that we're telling yeah um you know Ah, which I think I feel like Flip might have a little, a little bit of Wyatt and a little bit of uh, Doc Holiday, Doc Holiday yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, or maybe there's another character out there that could be a Doc Holiday. Because to me, Val Kilmer as Doc Holiday <laughs> is one of my favorite <laughs> characters. Period in any movie. Yeah. Like it was so great. I mean, it's it's a it's a charismatic role that he's in, where oh, he's just so you know, this deteriorating Southern gentleman who yeah. just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. But that lends itself to you know at this point you're post-apocalyptic. You know you've yeah. maybe lost everything and you're just like, fuck it. Yeah. But like you still have your humanity and mm-hmm. you still have a heart and care, mm-hmm. but you just don't care about yourself per se. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I I mean, we're just over an hour now. Um, I feel like that was a good little uh, romp into zombies. Yeah, I think we covered the major bases that that uh, you know th- we talked about a little a lot of different uh, titles that I think we've either been inspired by or that we've watched recently and and that you know are. Just kind of like I said, you know, I feel like zombies are kind of coming back. I think it's going to be a thing. So yeah, we're we're you know we planned this perfectly. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, it was totally planned. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think this is a good time to let it off. And uh, until next time, this has been a TSC Workshop, a podcast, a comic book coming to you in the near future. You know, that is the topic that we need to talk about in the next recording is a little bit more of our timeline, I think, and how we're going to put this thing out yeah. and, and all that. So And we got a new title. And, and yeah. To be continued on that. Yeah. <laughs> working on it. <laughs> working on it. Uh, at least it's a working title right now. Yeah. Um, and so you can find us on the socials, TSC Workshop, uh, TSCWorkshop.com. Uh, you got Polly on the... At Gato Boys, all over the place, or Los Los Gato Boys. On the uh, SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. When you put you put I mean stuff. I'm going to put something yeah. on there. <laughs> By this time, hopefully. Uh, I will leave you with a yeehaw. Peace out.